Oh, but so welcome to another riveting episode. I have it on solo, maybe as I reveal my guests right now. But let me let me just hit camera two right quick. And we have like a special we don't even know who in the chair. But he will soon reveal himself, like you know, would you say you a rising star? I know the, the girl's going crazy right now. <laughs> The promise. Keenan for you. The promise. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Promise. Yeah. We're we're, we're up. I'm I'm excited to be up. Oh, man. So. There we go. I can see you now. (laughs) Let me make that. So we have the promise here in the building. Yes, sir. So, you know, thank you for actually reaching out. Because I was like, you, you want to come on my show, bro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to see, see something that bro, you I, like? I feel like? I feel like when I do that, like, people are looking at me like more humble. You feel me? Like, he ain't waiting for people yeah. to reach out to him. Like, you can go and reach out. You feel me? I feel like I reached out to you before, though. You reached out to me before? I get, like, probably like two years ago, it was on my mind to be like, you know, um, at some point. But I be doing so much different things because obviously you have followed the original people network. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah, like, yeah. you was in the mm-hmm. mind. Mind and be like, all right, at some point it's gonna happen. Yeah. So, you know, but thank you for joining us on this illustrious Thank you for having me, bro. Episode. It's a I see, I surprised you, but I mean, at least it's a little bit by noon. You was out late partying last night. You was mm-hmm. at JV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, you know, you know, you know, it was a nice performance, though. Oh, so you performed last yeah, night? It was a okay, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Section was live. We was lit. For me, nice vibes. I see that. I see that. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. The tourists come over to chill on the beach. But they don't come over the hill where we sleep. We got nightmares and they got fantasies No sanity, it's just insanity My mommy hoping nothing happens to me But we gonna take this all the way back to the beginning but before we get into that we have a segment on the show called the payment word phrase the saying of the day mm-hmm. and we normally give that to our special guests mm-hmm. take it away so i have to give a word yeah <clears throat> my word of the day i get used to like i don't want to use a word someone already used before no 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 no. you could word that's why it's word phrase or saying so any any saying yeah any saying <laughs> It's a serious thing. It's a serious thing. <laughs> so, so what, what does the serious thing mean? Well, because my brother Madras, that's who we really get it from. He mm. said it all the time. So it's like he said for any type of situation. So I don't really know exactly what it means. Because like, okay. you could be saying your day is solid. That's a serious thing. See what they saying? You get in a car accident. That's a serious thing. Mm. So like, I don't know if it's a, you know, that's great. Um, I, he came originally because before a lot of people is being like, Say something that we done had a bunch of times, but mm. he's like, I ain't even about a serious thing. That's before. a serious thing. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So let's start off in the beginning. Because when I first encountered you for the first time was 2018, and it's probably around 
October, December 2018 mm-hmm. going into 2019. Where you was performing, like, you know, you was young. Everybody was just gushing over how young and saw the talent that you was. And then we ain't really want to jump because that's a whole five or yeah, six yeah. years ago. Yeah, you know. Like, take us, like, what was life like growing up and what inspired you to start doing music? <sighs> well, let's, let's start from a genesis, like you say. Uh-huh. Well, well, I actually started off beating drums to be. Okay. Weird. It was never just, like, just singing first or playing the piano first. It was drums first. Mm. Then... Started to do a little singing with it for me, but then I saw Chris Brown just mm. just around the time I was in the states around this time, just around the time Chris Brown popping for me. Yeah. So that's two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. Two thousand and six. Two thousand and seven. Two thousand and seven. I say two thousand and seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is like Chris Brown came on like oh four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this is like two thousand and seven. Yeah. Like he's still like a teenager. Yeah. Or yeah. When when he dropped like with you like songs like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after I saw Chris Brown, I was like, wait. All right, let's put the drums down, you feel mm-hmm. me? And let's start singing some more. You see, and that's where the girls at, you feel okay. me? So we pick up the singing. Uh-huh. We started with the singing. So then I started to do little covers, you feel me? Like, just me singing. So I you was, already knew you could have sing? It's just like, Are when you? I know I could do something, even if I ain't do it yet, yeah. it's just like, when I do it, I know I can do it. You okay. I can okay. do a career, okay. you feel me? Even though, like, when I first started singing, it wasn't perfect, but you could tell, like, he got potential to sing, you feel me? So it was like that. And I was just like doing covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to sing in church too. I was actually the um, prayers team leader. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't expect that. I love it. You wasn't expecting that. So you was the, what church this was? Bahamas Abbas. You know about it though. Mm-hmm. Bahamas Which year this was? <laughs> I'd say this was... So this was in just... 16 to 18? Oh, this was recent. Mm-hmm. I didn't get this back because that's when I was in school. That was like the uh, youth prayers team. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. The stories yeah. always start off. So in I the was, church. I was like uh-huh. always in church. Like even when I was beating drum, like mm-hmm. when I was living in the states, I was always in church. Like it always just start off in church. Me doing everything in church. Okay. So first it was the drums. Then I thought I was the singing. Then I started to get into the piano. Feel me? So like everything just like add up. Feel me? So now I could sing now. So let me go learn how to play the piano. Cause now I seeing like Bruno Mars and Justin Bieber don't even play the piano. He don't even play the piano, but he on the stage and he playing the piano while he's singing. So I'm like, all right. That's an thing I got to meet, for mm-hmm. me? So we got the piano now. So I started to add that flavor, now I doing more covers, for me? Mm-hmm. But no, you know, the generation started to change. So as the generation started to change, I started to see more artists, you feel me? And like, I was inspired by it. So that's where, where everything was just singing at first. R&B, just singing. Mm-hmm. And I started to see, let me see like, hmm, who I could see? Migos and like Drake. Like okay, so this time. is... Because Versace, because I was in Atlanta when Versace mm-hmm. came. So this was like 2013. Yeah. Yeah, and then obviously Drake would, mm-hmm. not nothing was the same. Uh, Take Care came out late 2011. Mm-hmm. So this is like in that era, like the end of the blog era into the sort of triplet flow. Yeah. And and like yeah. that era, like Meek Mill too. Meek Mill was a, was a big influence on the rap side of things. Yeah. So then I started, like it was, first I was just rapping in school. Like just, we was on Facebook. You write your rap, I write my rap. Come back to school, everyone freaking out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and me, listen to me, bro. I like uh, I always used to do my damage, but I could be real with you. Like, so uh, like I always had that little buzz in school. Anyway, I go from what school you school, went to? First it was Kamaiko Primary. They okay. call it Civil Strana. First it was that was my first no, I used to go to Bahamas Academy first. Okay. Then Kamaiko Primary. Okay. And after that I go to Princeville, Jordan Princeville. 
right. So each one of them schools, I was known for music. How long? When you graduated from Prince Oh, 19. Okay, yeah, you, I I was been. Mm, you used to go Prince Do? No, no, no. Uh, I would have been out of high school by yeah, way by then. Right. Right. But yeah, uh, every so then I went to Prince So you just mm. rapping everything. That's what I was known for right then and now. You feel me? Like we in school, just rapping. Shout out to Kobe. He was rapping too. I don't know if he's still rapping, but he's rapping. Me and him used to go back and forth. Then after that, it's like, but this guy know it. See, I started to see like Axel, like Spicy, and Bohemian Tree, all of them. Yeah, and they yeah. they they just rapping them, but they still doing it on the a serious. Yeah, it's like flow so. I was like, hold on, bro. I feel like I feel like I like I doing it right. I got a little hype in school, but they they are like at the election on the stage, mm, <laughs> performing. Yeah. So like it like changed my mindset, and it was like more serious grind from then. So like I'd say I've been making music for about six seven years. Okay, but I'd say. Two of those years, three of those years, or four, four the most, was just my amateur years. Me just trying to figure out. So it's like me developing the singing side and the rap side. So like now I could do any. It's comfortable. Like anytime, any beat, whatever it is, I could switch and say rap or I could say sing. Because for the intro of XX1 Playboy, mm-hmm. the, first, the intro says R&B, nigga. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I listened to that and I was listening to the rest of the discography and I was like, like you see the singing, mm-hmm. but you more on a lot of rapping. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't too many ballads mm-hmm. per se. So now that you introduced that side, um, that makes sense now why you would make that track yeah. to you more so looking at it like not what I put out, but mm-hmm. what I've been known for from the, the See start. and with R and B nigga, it was like when I was starting to do more of the more of the rap, mm-hmm. it was like it was noise in the market, like bro, you singing, bro. Like you a singer, bro, like you know, it's staying out in, but mm. I just trying to show niggas, no, I'm not going to stay in that land. You feel me? Because I could rap too. If you could sing and rap, why you can just sing? Or why you can just rap? That don't make sense. I, I think Drake sort of broke that more mm-hmm. like a whole decade ago mm-hmm. where it was like, yeah, you could do both and win. And then mm-hmm. everybody just started, like people started doing it separate, but then people started doing it all like together. So now rappers with mm-hmm. more melody. And like, you know, you spit a couple of bars and then harmonize and then and then come back in. So that's what I try to so, do. I try to like keep it like in between. So mm-hmm. I could always, no one could box me and say, oh, no, he's a singer. Because that's how it was at first. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how it is. I've done posts, who's the best rapper, who's the best this and that. You like, talking locally? Yeah, locally. I remember right one up. day yeah. it was like 150 top rappers. I'm telling you, bro. I was like, who are these people? Oh, this, bro? Bro, it's I was like, wait. I don't really mind, but it, it just is, it's just assume it like, like, I like watching it. Like, I like seeing it. Just to be like, what are these people thinking? Like, what's going I, on in there? I was like, I don't know. I mean, when I was in Atlanta, right? I feel like 80% of the population was trying to rap because mm-hmm. that's the hub of hip hop right now. Mm-hmm. So everybody, they feel like if I catch one song, I yeah. can get the lick. But here it's like, 150 I'm telling you <laughs> bro and I only know like 10 bro like it, like the crazy thing is <laughs> like, you know. it's a lot of rappers who I know uh, and, and now I saw uh, and they good rappers yeah. none of them on this list bro like the rest of them I don't even know these guys bro and then I when I had Bohemian Trey on the show because that's my boy he was mm-hmm. telling me about some of like the scene and you know other people telling me about okay um yeah, these little dudes making rap songs, and I seen videos where dudes like flashing guns, and mm-hmm. I was like, bro, y'all know you're on a NASA. You know, like, I was like, this in the States, you know? No, no. Like, you know. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I, I can't say nothing, but I really don't know. I can't even. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is very interesting. 
But um, take me through. Okay, so you finally, so you would say around 2016, 2018, between that period is when you started really like recording records and going to a studio. Too. What did you say? 2016 to 2018. 2017. Yeah, from 2017. Okay. So I was recording on GarageBand on my phone with okay. Apple headphones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ran the first time and he was meeting me. Ran yeah. the first time, I was recording off my phone. Oh, wow. In my closet. So how did, actually, how did the whole Julian Belief connection happen? Uh, he'd comment on my YouTube video, Life. And okay. he was like, yo, reach out to me. So I did. And he was like, you, you got some dope songs. You just dope song right too. Uh, we end up linking up. He'd tell me coming to an event. I end up saying, thinking out loud. I guess he was trying to see like, yeah. like my stage presence. So he saw it. Yeah, girls give it and everything. So from now we just start working. Like he had he had the songs with uh we'd work on. I'd song right for them. He'd help me out with my career, put me in different positions, open mm. different doors and stuff like that. Mm. So it it really just started from him just reaching out and you know, just saying, bro, yeah, like showing love. Yeah, because the first time I saw you we was at COB's theater mm. and mm. it was like some game show or yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. I remember the trivia thing. Actually do no, actually, I didn't come there because I came there because I came to play on someone's team or mm-hmm. whatever. And he mm-hmm. didn't just pop up and we already had a report mm-hmm. or whatever going back a couple of months because we was working on this campaign. And then he was putting me in contact with a bunch of people and things like that. Actually, yeah, I just recently finally did a podcast with him at his birthday a couple of months ago. Yeah. So, but it was like, okay. Yeah, this dude talented, but in my mind at the time, I was like, I wonder how, how where this would go. Because mm-hmm. I, so since high school, I've seen a bunch of Bahamian artists, and it's like either I wouldn't say necessarily they fall off, but they would start like be uninspired by the music, or they wouldn't do the things where I feel like would get them to another stratosphere. Like one particular I give thing, you the, I give you the two reasons right now. Okay, good. One, comfortable. Like mm. as a Bahamian. Like, even, like, as an artist, like, small celebrations for me, like, the small things, I could have been comfortable and say, but I do this. Mm-hmm. Sit back and be like, bro, I, I touch 100K, bro. Cool. I could buy, but that for the rest of my life. And I feel like most of them is get comfortable where they at. Like, even mm-hmm. though, like, respectfully, I sign a royalty, if we stay connected through this entire time, this my entire career, and cool. But, like, I already thinking about the next move. Like, what else big I could do? Not just sitting back and saying what they can do. Feel me? And I feel like that's like they start depending on people too much. Instead of instead of remembering you know, a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, I was running my own hype. Like this was me. I was doing this whole thing by myself. But now I send someone else here, I can just put all my trust in them and let they do let them do what they gotta do. And if they don't do what they gotta do, then I can just blame them. Even though everything looked bad on me because I saw this. But I don't think they even just get to that point. No. Like, <laughs> Cause, like cause- you gotta have like you gotta have like like you gotta see it uh-huh. like you only can go as far as you can see. Ain't no one can just say I can wait on that. You can't see wait on that. You only can go past this closet because you only can see right there. So it's just like they vision wise. So like no one putting in their head, bro. I know this looks solid to you right now. Like how nah she putting this in my head? Like cause it was a mm. point in time where like I just was about to hype when I dropped vibes with Janaya and Overdose. It just was mm. hype for me. Like everyone just like bro. You could sing, bro. This song, that nice. Like, everyone just thinking me. So it's just like, that's all I was focused on. And now she's like, on the clout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now she's like, bro, this right there is so small. What you could be doing, but yeah. you show me all these right now. And it's just like, I don't feel like these people, either they ain't listening to the person or they don't have no one talking to them like that. Because it's more, it's, it's really a mindset thing in this game, bro. Like, you hit. Yeah, because 
one of my biggest knocks is the whole traveling component. Mm-hmm. And it's like more and more I realize and for because we always as behemoths general, we just complain about well, it ain't no opportunity mm-hmm. and nah, so like that and that and that. But it's like, bro, what you there's only so much you could do with I'm telling half you. a million people, you I'm know. Telling you. <laughs> it's like, bro, like it ain't that the behemoths don't support, it just ain't enough mm-hmm. behemoths. Mm-hmm. That's that's all it really is. It's a numbers thing. And mm-hmm. it's like you can't fight that. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It ain't, oh, they don't say, no way. It's just numbers, bro. But if I still you, feel like we have enough people to put us on the map. Like, and that's all we really, that's all we really need. Just to like, yeah, just a flashlight to say, oh, they got some rappers trying to, and it's just, it's just to take that. Just like my brother Mark always telling me, bro, like, mm-hmm. if I blow, bro, it's a whole lot of bunch of rappers who can blow after me, bro. Just because they know, but this boy from Nassau, bro, you from the Bahamas. Let's go see what else over there. Because they looking for the next, you know? Yeah, but when you say blow, you are the blow in a whole bigger market. So it's still, it. it's, it's still, to me, it's still, it's still a con- traveling mm-hmm. component to be like, okay, I'm going to go in front of more eyes, mm-hmm. go to this convention, go talk to this person here, and just get out my comfort zone back to what you were saying. You got to know that, though. You got to, yeah. like, just what you signed up for. You feel me? Like, you got to know, bro. I gonna have to take a rest. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. for me, it was like I hearing like my parents, like I love my family daily, bro. But like I ain't spending time with them. I wasn't spending as much time with them because I like I have a dream. You feel me? And I know me being in the nest, like showing love all the time. My career part is harder than just a nine to five. Someone who get a nine to five and say, right, I can stock up my bread. I can get my apartment. I can get my crib, and I can do all that. No, I gotta actually work. Like y'all, fifty steps ahead of me because I ain't back here. So I gotta. Do you love with the regular stuff? What they doing? Um, plus the music side of things. See how you going, man? Yeah. So, what were some of the ups and downs of being an artist? Because you said, because you you mentioned signing with royalty, and mm-hmm. then I actually thought you had moved to. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Florida. I live in, in Fort Lauderdale, but I be in um Orlando too. So I was in Orlando first because okay. I still study at Full Sail too. So I was oh, so you in school, school now? Yeah, I was doing school. Oh, okay. I know what at the same time. So you finished school? No. I just had to put it on pause, bro, because I had like a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you you was away in school because I thought through the royalty situation. Actually, how did that even come about? Let me show you. It's yeah. like yeah. everything like both opportunities show itself at the same time. So I had a chance to study at Full Sail um, plus um with Monty Dem. So Monty Dem and um Royalty and Respect, that's in mm-hmm. Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Uh Full Sail, that's in Orlando. Yeah. So I had to find a way to work it out. So I was staying in Orlando and whenever we had work, like on the weekends or whatever, I had no class and I'd drive up to Fort Lauderdale, put in the work, go back to Orlando. So it was a lot of driving back. Yeah, three hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's really what I was doing. Keep it balanced, but like uh, I, I was working on the full sale stuff, but the royalty and respect, that just come clutch with it. So it's like, wow, everything just grabbed together. Okay, because initially when I was thinking, I was like, maybe you just finally out get the situation. Because I saw a couple other people, like, you know, who's artists who eventually just, okay, gone mm-hmm. overseas and get a situation. And mm-hmm. then now they sort of working and... You know, and I thought that was a sim- similar mm. to you, but I didn't know you watched school yeah. and then you was learning. Uh-huh. So you you. Stay- I'm gonna say I was born over there too. I was born for. So you, you half American, yeah? Because that because when you mentioned you was in the states mm-hmm. initially before coming back, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, now everything started to yeah. make sense. So it's like no. even even with like my like when they rapping with my accent is up, you be like, you sound like American, and I don't really be like, but yeah, I'm American, bro. Cause like, yeah. I mean, it is what it is, yeah, bro. But like. like 
Because, okay, like, for instance, um, Bay Santana. Mm-hmm. I, I used to do the primary school with mm-hmm. him or whatever. Like, you know, like, yeah, he sound American, mm-hmm. but he still has used little things like open and child and mm-hmm. things like that. So, yeah, but, but it's, a, it's like go both ways because then yeah. people would be like, oh, why you just don't rap like, like yourself? Like, why you don't just rap on your behemoth accent? I mean, that ain't for everybody. Like, I, when I, I, I with Trey, you. and I told Trey this, I say, bro, like, what you and Spicy them must do, like, it, it's. It's commendable, mm-hmm. and I appreciate them doing it. But I don't think how because of influences and things like that, where like when you, because I always feel like when you create, you create from your soul. What you put into your mm-hmm. soul. So if you already listening to all these different things, you are gonna find what you like, what resonate inside here, and then it gonna come out and manifest itself. Swap, swap. So it's it's something more so what they consciously do where. Uh, I feel like you know when you find your artistry, you got to find your way where you feel the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. So you know, but so okay, so from full sale. So what success looks like now that you're like overseas? Obviously, you get to, uh, you're working with royalty. Like, has your career become profitable at this point? From our first project, um, rocks up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when it comes to like. Shorts. Mm. Mm, Christmas time. Uh January. Even I think that was last month. This September, August. Yeah, last month. Mm. I think so. Yeah. So is it like we only dropped one project so far. That was rock no two projects, but one video. Rocks up, that was our biggest project so far. And then the realest. But mm. uh when we first dropped Rocks Up, Ryan had Around the hype time, you know, there's a lot of shows going on. I come back down here, had like three shows. Then like last month we had shows too. So basically the funds was coming from like the shows and then the streams too. But you know, streams don't streaming don't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I really been just been focused on the shows. So what we trying to do is like we we trying to build more leverage basically. So like it don't always have to be us reaching out. It could be uh you know the motion set and he just like all right, we got to get this guy inside it. Cause that's really where the money is in the clubs for me. Yeah. So you haven't thought about like doing any like the festivals or going on the festival circuit? Uh, I thought about it, mm. but uh, I put no pressure on it. Like it ain't something that's like I like I really want to do this. But like if it happened, I ain't turn it down. Type of vibe. But I I put some thought into doing one. Cause I I think. The festival is where, like, you sort of cultivate the relationships mm-hmm. and then you start to get in front of bigger audiences because mm-hmm. it's a whole, like, you know, they, you are people that probably come for the headliners, but now they watching you and, you know, it's the biggest audience possible Fox. you can get. And now you get more airs listening to the music. That's fucked. So, you know. But it seemed like... Um, the constant back and forth has been like super, like you know, sustainable for you and mm-hmm. getting to a point. So, as I was going through your discog, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm hearing first, I go through the like because I have Spotify. First, I go through like the five tracks where they have mm-hmm. streaming the most, and then I started like to sort of go back to where. I liked, I really liked the project you did with Rome. And uh-huh. it seems like okay. you finally found your sound at the sort of the top of 2021. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. your creative process like? Uh, 
I it, it it's it's not it's I wouldn't say it's something that I run to. Mm. We just in the studio, play something first, you know, get the vibe set, you know, whatever we attack, we attack. But with me and Ruan, mm. uh, it's like with this with the tape especially, anything yeah, me and Ruan touch. Yeah. Anything me and Ruan touch, it's like a friendly competitive type of thing. For me, like I got the hardest verse, so he got the hardest verse. And that is really bring out the bass in the boat to us because you like you don't show me up and you ain't gonna show me up. So we trying to hold up that bargain. So I'd say when it comes to me and Rome, it's just uh, me doing me and then at the same time knowing wait no slacking because she boy yeah. <laughs> to make sure you you on point so yeah. that's how we just was, we didn't even realize until we was finished with the tape what we, what we did you feel me but the whole time it just was fun and energy yeah like, because I feel like that's a continuation of the promise part mm-hmm, too so mm-hmm. it's like you know same vibes and flows mm-hmm. and upbeat type of situation yep. but then See where you at right now is just mm. uh it's more it's more the melodic rap right now, cause right now I mean I already proved my point. Mm. This double X I play but proved my point most definitely. But it was a point I was trying to prove to say I'm an established rapper and an established singer. Like I don't just rap. Like he's a singer and he could kinda rap too. No, like both sides, like like a whole up first basically versatility, just showing my versatility. Cause like I was saying, it's a lot of he was a singer, bro. That's what R&B nigga. Like, showing them, I guess they calling me an R&B nigga. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, that's, it's just breaking that, breaking that little box that they was putting in me. So, I had to break out of that before I could say, all right, now we could go back and forth and say, all right, we could do the R&B for a little while and then go back to the rap. So, that's why, like, Locked In is more like a rap tape. Double um, XI, Playboy, more like a rap. Promise Pop, more like a rap tape. Because, yeah, it's just like a season. There's stuff, like, there's a lot of stuff that was going on during that season, too. There's a lot of speaking on that, trying to show, so, show the folks what's going on. Because now that you're introducing me this, to this new information, where you have this church background, and mm-hmm. then I'm listening to the stories that you're telling on the different songs, and it's pretty consistent to where it's like, you know, I, like, I was like, okay, I'm listening, and it seems like, you have past situations where mm. you know some street mix up and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. So I, my thing is, okay, how does church boy? <laughs> Bro, I got I got a uh, special that that's that's on the deluxe for the double XI, but it ain't no chat. Okay, but basically everything in my tape, like uh, I don't want this to go over nobody. I don't let this go over none of y'all. That. Like uh, y'all like, really have to sit down and let this like. Listen to the story. I tell you all stories on top of stories, but like just constantly. So you really gotta listen to it. But uh I'd say I was always like in trouble. You feel me? I was a good child always, but I always was in trouble. I was mischievous from mm-hmm. I was smart. But uh you know, small things, you in school, in the office, getting suspended, all them different type of things. So it was always that. But cheap church was just the thing was keeping me grounded. That the reason my head's still on my body right now. My people's is church people. My mommy, she's a pastor. My daddy's a pastor. So, like, so hold on. So use a PK. Yeah. I mean, they ain't, all right. <laughs> let me not say they pastors, but like they used to preach. They was pastors when we was in the States. Man, you still a PK. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. basically, Kenan has continued the legacy of PK turned rap star. I can be a, a pastor someday too. No mind this right now. This, this, is, this is, I feel like God has let you do what you got to do for a certain morning. Like, do your thing, bro. You can do what you got to do. No, for real. But like, I, uh, when I was born, like uh, uh, the doctor, she mm. told me, she prophesied, obviously, um, actually, I was going to be a prophet. And I remember she stayed telling me that. 
She keep telling me, you want to run away from it? No, I ain't going to run away from it. If it happen, they can be a boss up. But we have a lot in common. Not only did you drop your first single on October 20th, 2017, mm-hmm. which is my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I, I, my mom always tell me from young, like, oh, your daddy had a gin and you're supposed mm-hmm. to be this great man and supposed to tell them we a prophet and things like that. So, you know, I feel like you can't really run from when you get um, spoke on your life like that. Because mm-hmm. people always think of a prophet to where uh, it's like this long guard uh, in the church type no. thing. But a prophet, someone tell the truth and mm-hmm. have this big voice and voice of influence and sort of seeing the future and come bring it to the bars and hear from God and deliver a message to mm-hmm. the people type of situation. Yep. But, uh, oh yeah. So, uh-huh. church from all that stuff. So, Basically, like I said, I always was in problem this and I uh, always had uh, friends around. You know, I was like parents saying, oh, that's bad company, stay yeah, from yeah. mine, and this and that. Get older cousins, older um, brethren, all this different stuff. But I just was rapping. Like, it's just, everything was just music to me. So, like, mm-hmm. all that, I could have been around it. Like, Shudo could have been outside, and mm-hmm. I inside recording. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's just, I just was, that's just an example, by the way, that didn't actually happen. But I just saying, like, I mean, it could have been, bro. Yeah. Because people don't understand, right? And I think, what the artist that made me realize this is Twin them. Mm-hmm. When I used listening to them, I was like, wait, like NASA is really a funky place. Mm-hmm. Cause you could really be like you could go to private school, but you could you only this close away from like being in a situation mm-hmm. where you have to resort to violence. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah, I remember back coming up, it was like this whole stigma of coming school children, mm-hmm. students, and mm-hmm. it's like they I know. Plenty of niggas who are going to mm-hmm. scrap the school turn and the gunman <laughs> and things like that because it's like, bro, the degree of separation from neighborhood and family and things like that, that don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, all oh, that's coming to school and then there's a problem and then it's like, bro, Fox. I got to stay dangerous because this situation or I, even if I have a wife with you, it's just if I want to be protected, mm-hmm. I got to... And that's my thing, like, guys. Me, I just want you to know, it is sweet, bro. Like, I ain't yeah. got no problem with you, but just don't come on me. You know what I'm saying? We Gucci. That's a cool guy. You know what I'm saying? Other than that. And that's what it's been like. Like, I feel like you got to, you could be humble. Like, my boss says it's on me. You could be humble, but don't let no one run over you, bro. Like, don't ever allow that. So it's just, I just been playing defense. Like, what they say? Yeah, like, you in the song, I play defense. <laughs> playing defense. You feel me? And I playing defense good. You feel me? Just All a right. chess game. Making the right moves, and they just stand all the way. You feel me? But, uh, how I wouldn't really say. I don't know how I get that. I could be real too. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how I get that. I ain't in the mix up or nothing. But and at the point now where I like I have a group of people who I speak for. You feel me in the streets? Mm. Like people who relate to me. They look up to me. So like they tell me stories. Just being around that environment. You feel me? I speak for those people. You feel me? So it ain't like a mix of why okay in the streets now. No, it's just. No, I, I don't get the whole being in the streets, but it's like, no, it's like, okay. How you get that? How you get in that? That's what you mean? No, no, more so it's like, it sounds like something that you come from. Mm-hmm. And it's like a reflection or it's like, all right, I trying to separate myself mm-hmm. from it, but it's like, it's there in the distance. Like, no, it, it there. I feel yeah. like it always will be, just like once you tell me, bro, that's small vibes compared to what can be going on, bro. Like, yeah. you got to. And that's what I learned, just like embrace everything, because this is what I ask for. This is mm-hmm. what I get on my knees and I pray for. And like, like ain't no one play no game or watch no movie where ain't no one going through all these different vibes. That's a boring movie for uh-huh. me. So, 
the fact is that I make it out out of all them what's going on I make it out and everything was popping so I just learned to embrace it because the, the next thing that comes up is jealousy mm-hmm. and it's like we live in a very sick world mm-hmm. and it's like what would Boosie say people be hypnotized with hatred for mm-hmm. truth for truth it's like That's you be minding your own business and people be watching you mm-hmm. and it's like it ain't a hate thing until they see how they want to see how they can get around it or whatever. And then when they can't get their way, it's like, oh, it's a problem. But it's like, I hate trying to figure out me. Why mm-hmm. don't figure focus on you? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then when it's come with it, jealousy, jealousy, sort of bruise hatred. And then, you know, hatred turns into a whole type of different I've been there, things. Trust like me. That. And that's a part of the situation with it, what ended up happening. What happened? Like, mm-hmm. jealousy, bro. Like, just the simple fact. And it's just like, I don't say nothing, bro. Like, I stay cool uh-huh. always. So it's like, when you say something and you see, all right, he ain't even on the run, but like, he ain't even entertaining me. I feel like that is make, that is can't do the more. Feel me? Because, like, it's I say that because it was the point where I say, all right, cool. I can ignore that. Come up again. Feel me? So, like, he, like, this ain't going to stop. Feel me? Like, fucks. Feel me? Like, I'm trying to speak on it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because all I'm saying is, at some point, it like you would have to, in order for elevation, there needs to be separation because mm-hmm. the envy and jealousy don't come from strangers; come from people you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, they don't just know you; they know little tidbits about your life and things like that, and that been brewing in their heart for mm-hmm. a long time. So now it's like, all right, um, we like I said, we live in funky now. So mm-hmm. people, I always get. People say they see me more on the internet than in person. And it's like, yeah, because I don't be out. Mm-hmm. I don't be nowhere where you can touch me and reach yeah. me or whatever. When you see me, it's like, oh, it's mine to live. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I feel like, you know, artists all, all around and, you know, obviously in the major industry, they always be like, hey, sort of separate yourself from where you're from. And, you know, and it's not even a now thing. This has always been a historical thing. Like, they never appreciate you where you're from. It's always the people that barely know you, mm-hmm. but they only can see you through a certain lens that you present yeah. that really fully appreciate you mm-hmm. and give you the adulation that you fully desire. And then you get all the opportunities and nobody trying to block nothing from you. Yeah. And it ain't no heinous intent. So, you know, what you how you feel about that? Especially now that I know that, hey, you ain't necessarily have to be here mm-hmm. or whatever if the problem is here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, for me, I don't know. I like, it's a lot of people who just be like, wait, why are you still here? But like, like mm. you don't have to be, you like, you have a passport. You don't have to be here at all, but why are you still here? And it's like, sometimes I sit down and I say the same thing, but why are you still here? But <laughs> I really think about it and I just be like, bro, mm. I feel like I basically, I wasn't born in the Bahamas, bro. But I represent them for the bombs. This is where I'm from. Of course. So it's like, I want them to see it. You feel me? It just don't be like, oh, he going to the States and he blow. You feel me? No, I want to get the people who have attention first to show them, all right, watch this. Because I could be here and do what I got to do over there. I don't have to be there exactly, but it'd mm. be good to be in the headspace and the environment. But it's just me. I building up something, bro. I working on this big building. Mm. Not actually, but, but big, but in case you know, think I mean big, but, but I no, I mean, but you got to speak that into existence. Yeah, no matter what it is, physical. I'm building this up, bro. Just so I tell you with the rap, me breaking that box and everything. Uh-huh. Like, 
I building something up, bro. It's mm. big, bro. I just trying to make sure everything covered, bro. So when people start talking, I just have a song to just say, huh, huh, listen to that. Stop talking, huh. So everything is just covered. Feel me? So it might take a little longer, but I see the so progress. The patriotism is super important. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, I don't know how how it would have been if I was still in the states. If I was living in the states, like you never came here, but it was like you always knew you was have some ties to the Bahamas, mm-hmm. but you never sort of absorbed. When the I culture. was small, I like I really used to love over here. Like, mm-hmm. like I didn't want to live over here, but it's just like vacation. You gotta come out here. Mm-hmm. But I'm not trying to live over here. But it's like. I don't know. I got I got a lot of love for the bombs. I could be real. I done been through a lot, experienced a lot, learned a lot from the bombs. I feel like I'd have been a whole different person if I was just staying in the States. Like a soft person, like pretty boy type of person. Feel me? Like who don't know how to go outside and do this, do that in the next. Feel me? So I feel like the island life really prepared me. Cause when I over there, like folks just be looking at me like, like you just cooling, man. Like a dead hot by hotel. You cooling, like yeah, but it's just what I adjusted to. Like I cool. So it's like. The things where they trip over because they don't have, I done been without that. I been going without that, so it ain't really, ain't affecting me in no way. But it's yeah. like, where you say, um, the love. So it's like, I just feel like I have to represent for the Bahamas, bro. Like, I don't, like, because it's a small place, I like small places. Like, I play at a small church. I like to, like, start. Are you still playing the, in the church? Yeah, I still play the piano at um, True United. So oh, this way is step yeah, in the night. Yeah, it's like whenever, I, whenever I hear, whenever I hear Nassau, I'll go play that. Okay. But like if I ain't then no, yeah. I don't play that. Uh-huh. But yeah, but as long as I become mark, it's like, I don't want it to be like, I forgetting about God or forgetting where it come from. Uh-huh. So wherever, whenever I get a chance, to just go, you know, surf. Because that's where the blessings has come from. If you be it. Mm. So go in there, show some love, play because what the the interesting thing I see about your generation in particular, which sort of differs from when I was coming up around your similes, because mm-hmm. all us was like, baby, we ain't trying to stick around, mm-hmm. babe. This place is eat you alive. Mm-hmm. Now you know it ain't. Yeah, we love here, but we can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. If we have a choice to not be here, we ain't gonna be here. Yeah. And it's like you know, a lot of us came back because we was forced back, and whoever could have stayed stayed. Mm-hmm. But and like you, Trey. You know, my boys at Hamian, like Benjamin and uh, Fox, them, like, yeah, but the Bahamas, do, do, do. I'm like, okay, that's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, because it's like, for for some reason, y'all take it as uh, a badge of honor to more so than a part, like, probably the last two past generations mm-hmm. to be like, okay, we can wave this flag because this is what where we from, good or bad, mm-hmm. and this is a part of us. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. I just trying to put the bombers on the map, bro. It'd be real too. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like people done it, but no one really done it, bro. Like done it to say, bro, the Bahamas is just like Jamaica. Like you know Jamaica. When you hear Jamaica, reggae automatically, you know that. Even if it like people don't understand, bro, it ain't gonna always happen the way you want it, you know. Like mm-hmm. it might be a hip hop song will put the Bahamas on the map next, you know, everyone listening to Calypso. You don't know. Cause like it's a lot of people who never had that music before. Never in their life. It don't matter. And one thing I know when I learned about my music, I got songs that I recorded months ago, bro. Like Rocks Up. Mm. I had Rocks Up for like five months before I released it, just sitting in my vault, bro. And when I dropped the song, it, it had nothing to do with the timing when I drop it. When I drop it, it still was the same, like a fresh song. Everybody think, but this play just come out the studio recording this big doing wop wop on the next. That's five months. So it's like, 
they still gonna go back to that, bro. You feel me? Like it's mm-hmm. timeless. So it's like it ain't gonna always. It might not be alright. The Calypso song put us on. Mm-hmm. It might not be that. Cause guess what? You get, it's like introducing. If you don't introduce yourself to me with sense, I ain't gonna remember you. Like mm-hmm. I can, I know you for right now. But if you ain't do something for me to say, all right, I remember this boy. No, I can remember. Even if I don't remember your name, but the boy who is, um, tell him, yeah, this and that. But it's like, that might not just be clicking in people right away. You don't think it's a consistency thing? Because recently, why well, I said it, right? Because mm-hmm. what you're talking about is what Bahaman did at the turn of the millennia with mm-hmm. who let the dogs out. And they sort of gained no right and started winning Grammys. Mm-hmm. But because that momentum wasn't sustained by a whole movement, mm-hmm. it sort of fizzled out and then. I think last year, a year before last, TMZ was like, oh, look who we found mm-hmm. about, man. Mm-hmm. And then they did the whole Vice yeah, documentary yeah. about it, it to sort of revive it. But I think you could do that. But if you ain't got a movement to where it's like more people mm-hmm. and it's like, bro, okay, I break the door down and we arrest us flooding and go wreck the place up so they don't forget or they remember this moment in time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's how that effect would last a little bit longer, whether it be a more longevity from a longevity standpoint or impact standpoint to mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, it might have been short, but we remember all this been going on for such a long time. This is a legacy nine. We can trace it back to the root. Fox. See, uh, <clears throat> Bahamut, I'd say our generation with, with their generation, we have, we have enough artists right now to, to build an industry and say we have a solid industry in the Bahamas. I don't feel like they had enough people who was believing in the, in the vision because they still more, had that more side so vision it, like uh, this may not work. You feel no, me? Like, but a lot of people hated on them. A mm-hmm. lot of behemoth artists. A lot of people hate on us. I feel yeah. like people are hating on us way more than they're hating on them, bro. Because it's like yeah. they had the culture. They still was bringing the culture. Mm-hmm. Like we doing rap, so it's like they blocking us out. They don't want to hear that at all. Like, oh, that's for the states. That's mm-hmm. that's what they used to do in the states. We want to hear our music. Yeah, it was I talked to I remember and this sort of went semi viral on Facebook and. TikTok and then when I asked Travis Edgecombe what is Bahamian music and mm-hmm. he said and I agree with him and he said any Bahamian making music mm-hmm. and telling the story but I also understand it from the aspect of what is traditional mm-hmm. breaking square junkin da, 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 mm-hmm. so it's like that's, that's it's a conflicted argument like yeah. the telling story I understand that that's, that's a traditional way but like yeah. My dad, what is being in music to me? You used to be in right? Yeah. You making music? Yeah. You used to be in an artist. That's being in music. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just, bro, like, think about how simple it is. I could have a hip hop song and put a like, tum tum in the background, and that's, it's just. Yeah, the, like, like, Nakas. Simple vibe. Like, just, it could it just yeah. be little elements. Like, they just run over there, like, bro, this gotta be strictly um, break and scrape. But it's, no, bro, it's about taking your culture, even if it's just a little small, little pinch, mm-hmm. adding your little sauce to make something better. So, like, when you hear hip-hop and you hear Drake, them song, you'd be like, this Pajano, but it's something about this Bahamian song, like, that's, that Calypso thing, it's something about that. Like, it's still hip-hop, it's not solid, but that Calypso thing just adding something different to it. It's just a small sauce. It don't got to be a 100% of change to say, bro, no, bro, we ain't hearing that hip-hop. Yeah, because I think it's a, what I need, music is becoming more mood-based and mm-hmm. genre-based. Mm-hmm. And, like, a good example of a genre and another culture taking this like how Trinidad have their version of dance mm-hmm. which you know they call it like Zessin but yeah. it's like it have mm-hmm. subtle things different and obviously they going over the start toasting over the song and their accent yeah. or whatever and it's a different like 
rhythm part and things like that. But people be like, okay, it's dancehall, but oh, it ain't really like Trinidadian culture or this ain't really Jamaican. So, you know, maybe that, I don't know for sure if that argument has happened, but I think that's why I feel like baby music could be any music because the lines of music are becoming so blurred. People taking mm-hmm. from everything and just making the best thing that they can make. You know, it's it's almost not gonna matter what comes from what is like. Okay, who making the best music? Fox. All yeah. we need, I feel like, all we need is one. Our generation, mm-hmm. I feel like, all we need is one. Mm-hmm. Once it's like we have that back up to say, all right, we have enough good artists. Like if someone, like let's just say, per se, let's say if DJ Khaled, mm-hmm. if DJ Khaled, all right, I just need eight artists. We have eight artists, like solid artists who could compete in the league right now, mm-hmm. like in the game. Like I could say that. Like, because we, we have good more. artists. Yeah, I just say eight. Yeah. Like, just eight. I know we have more, but I just say eight to say, all right, mm. we have eight people who could give DJ, who could please DJ Gallagher. Mm. And not just say, all right, I's a rapper. I just do my work. They could please, like, it could compete, like, with, you know, because that's how I always think, like, about the global market. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, what's next for you after XXI Playboy uh, and whatever future moves? Because now, I know COVID might, might have set you back like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, you- so after COVID, I come up buying. buying. Oh, okay, COVID, so- I was locked in, just working, developing. After COVID, boom. Come out, pull up. After pull up, deja vu. After deja vu, the tape. I even dropped a tape during COVID. Um, during COVID, uh, stormy times. Yeah, bro, I come out buying. I get that. Uh, I was on the, um, the live interview with not interview the live Instagram live with buddy freestyling. Okay. Right, they're going viral. And I saw you had a video on mm-hmm. the EC jams yeah. too. Yeah, but that was after COVID. That's when I had to drop rocks up. Okay. But yeah, after after COVID, stop. Come on, bring it. Okay, so COVID was good. Mm-hmm. A good thing for you. Uh, that was a good thing. That was like a, the waiting room to say, all right, put one or two days together. Mm-hmm. We come up, put a plan together, build everything. And we come up, we good. So like, yeah, hey. There's a lot of things like show wise, because that's when they first drop vibes, and but we had like, a lot of shows, and then COVID just like stop it. So that was a bad thing. That was the negative side, and then the positive side was I had time to readjust and see what I wanted to do. Okay, so what's the next move? Because obviously you ain't thinking about probably dropping another project for the rest of the year, but probably working this uh, project for the well, next. Well, I got the deluxe for Double XI. I ain't finished that yet. Okay, because I can let you know. Yeah. I <laughs> So that's the rap side. Okay, okay. So we we can just put it like this. It's it's an act side that has to be completed. Okay. Because you know I do both, so I got to make sure I please all of my you know supporters. So you're gonna like sort of work the records like when you go back to the states. Or, hmm? You like, say if, now you're gonna work the record. Uh, you mean on the project? No, no, no. I'm talking about like you're gonna go do more performances stateside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's still off the motion, like leverage. I ain't gonna put a date on it to like say when it's gonna happen. It's, mm. it's just how we put, how we present ourselves. That's just based on it. So we just basically building everything up. So when that point come, then we gain back from the shows and stuff. So I ain't really rushing with the shows. I know it can come. I just trying to make sure so everything you're, else. You're also in like cruise control. Right? Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been speeding trying to get it. Uh, it's like my foot on the gate already. So uh, it's like, I ain't really, I ain't really got a. Wake up every day and say, but you got to blow. No, you just got to do everything right from now on. Yeah, because right. I think you're doing the right elements and you have the right and the right development and system and you approaching everything the right way. Like, okay, let me work. Let me figure out how to promote this. Mm-hmm. Let me do uh, the necessary things I need to do and then 
by the time I get a better situation, I'll be fully aware of how I need to move as an artist yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Any final thoughts, sir, before we close? Where uh, they can find you? Tell the people where they can find you, where they can stream the project. Is it all in all DSPs? All platforms. All platforms. All platforms. I don't know if you want them to stream it on a particular one. I think, I think well, Tidal pays more. It don't really matter. Do you want to go or tune go every day? Okay, just do your thing. All wherever right. you want to <laughs> jump, just wherever you listen to your music, that's where you listen to it. Double XI Playboy. It means Twenty One Playboy. Cause my birthday was. I was supposed to drop this tape for my birthday. Okay. Cause it was like Twenty One Playboy. Mm. Like Twenty One Playboy. So There's only Twenty One and yeah. have all this wealth of experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so y'all make sure go check it out. I'm telling you, the locks coming soon. Music videos coming soon. And then we got some more stuff. Coming soon. I have a big project for the Bahamas, and I already put out. You see, PI Paradise Island. Yeah, I love their record. Bro, right, listen yeah. to me. That's yeah. just the acoustic version. Bro. Mm. When I tell you that big, that big building. When I tell you where it's building, yeah, I'm building it, bro. Mm. Just so, just know, just remember that song because it ain't coming this year. I got some other stuff I gotta do first, but I put that on the side burner because that's very important. Okay, that's a very important song. But just know we working. A lot of more music on the way. A lot and Y'all more. just continue to be mm. patient because y'all just be rushing me. I know y'all <laughs> like my music. I like my music too. But look, I trying to, you know, elevate. I ain't just trying to give away music all the time. I trying to make sense with this. So y'all just continue to be patient. I mean, promise y'all every release, I ain't gonna let y'all out. Never, you know. Big up to the farm. Uh, big up to City Island. Big up to Royalty and Respect. Big up to the SOG family, the TSG family. I already say SOG. Yeah, I already say SOG. Yeah. Big up to the... Um, oh, yeah, my management, too. You know, as a CEO, I have a management, a music management. Oh, so you're managing artists, too? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us tell us a little bit about that. Young Legends. You... Okay, so you're managing the group. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, not, it's not a group. It's just that's the name of the okay. management, Young Legends. Okay. So it's like, I basically... It's like, I say it's a starter kit to like show you the direction you need to go in. To say, all right, just what I need so to be doing. So artist development, more mm-hmm. so. Okay. Yeah, artist development. We still do the management too. Management to me sound more professional, so I say management. I mean, artist development. I mean, yeah. management is shorter, but artist development because you got to develop, mm-hmm. know how to do an interview, know how to answer questions. Okay. But yeah. Pre- yeah. Y'all going to see them pop out in a minute. I'm not rushing anything, by the way. And I had to he let ain't rushing. He's just chilling. I'm, he not, I'm not chilling. I'm not chilling. <laughs> I'm not chilling. No, I'm not chilling. I'm just... You taking know, your time. Taking my time. And Being patient and persevering. Yeah. <laughs> before I put it out there. For me. Uh, but, bro, trust me. These videos, shout out to the City Island, like I say. Uh, City Island. Anyway. These <laughs> videos, y'all just stay tuned, bro. Please listen to me. Stay tuned. Stop okay. calling me an R&B nigga because I'm not an R&B nigga, bro. You feel me? Call me an artist because I rap and I sing. You feel me? Uh, and when y'all put me in y'all charts or whatever it is, Make sure I say artist, bro. You feel me? And if it don't say number one to, or two, then don't put me there respectfully. Wow. I appreciate y'all. But thanks for showing the love and the support. And thanks for having me in, bro. Really Thank you. Because I never listened to one record and say he's an R&B nigga. You know, the first thing I thought was that the Drake line was like, you getting bought it, bought mm-hmm. by You should make a song. I say getting bought by R&B to. nigga. They got to. <laughs> But thanks again for joining us on Everything Cool. Yes, this cool. was good. I hope this go viral too, like the last two. Come on, bro. The promise, the promise, <laughs> the is, promise the is here. The watch, promise is here. Just watch the numbers. I'll, I'll make sure y'all talking. All right. We so, so we can see y'all later. I'm telling we you. <laughs>
Oh, God.